get ready. Yeah. Y'all ready for some live shit? Welcome. Welcome to the D, baby. It's all live down here. What you see is all real. What up, though? What up, though? Welcome back to the 38th installment of the What Up Though podcast. Yep, yep. Uh, we've been off for two weeks, but we're back and we might we might have a regular schedule now again. Yeah, life has its way of uh, fucking up shit. I'm way more comfortable right now at the moment, though, so that's cool. <laughs> yeah, I bet. It feels like a way more comfortable conversation. Like, we just sitting here chatting as opposed to, like, trying to keep warm and shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we, done, we moved... Uh, the studio, the stew, <laughs> the mo- the mobile studio. Yeah, uh, <laughs> in today because uh, Michigan. Yeah, Michigan um, weather been crazy, and it's cold as hell. So I know you guys may miss the hissing of the propane heater, or the sound of the crickets from, from or the, the summer sound of the crickets. Right, it's always something. So I, I kicked the dog out. I put him upstairs, so I hear no whining and shit. So I figured this might be like our our routine for the rest of the winter. Cause we had a cigar at a uh, at a bar that's like damn near walking distance. Well, it is walking distance if it's not freezing outside. But yeah, we we had a cigar at a, at a bar that's within walking distance, so we were still able to have a cigar while we pre-gamed. And now we just came inside, and now we're gonna rec- record the podcast, have our little drink, and right do what we do. So and this could be a nice little winter routine. And so we stepped up our uh, our liquor drinking today, so we ended up getting the. Uh Go Jam- check the Twitter account. You can see a picture of it. Yeah, the Jameson Select Reserve. So it's like regular Jameson, then it's this shit. And uh, I like it so far. It, it feel like it got that taste that it feel like you don't get fucked up after a few drinks. Yeah, I already know. Like, I'm going to just have one because I have to kind of, I got a function in the morning. And I already know. Like, this is this some shit that, that this will put you out. So I'm going to have just the one and, and be good. Now, I wish this was a normal, normal Wednesday night where I didn't have, like, shit to do in the morning because normally... Thursday, since it's my last day off, I would have shit to do. But then I had to take my wife to work so I could use her car, so I can get my truck fixed. I think my one of my brake lines broke on my way home and almost crashed into the garage and shit as I pulled <laughs> into the driveway. So I'm like, "Fuck, man!" And this supposed to be cold as hell tomorrow. Your All family right. looking like the intro to The Simpsons and shit. Right, right, right. <laughs> driving, right. The, driving through the garage, your wife on the front of the hood and shit. Yeah, <laughs> and it's like I. I was on, I think I was on Telegraph, and I pulled behind this this car at a red light, and I hit the brake, and I realized my foot was going down further. Oh, so shit. I'm like, fuck. So I coast, I coast home, and I pull in the driveway, and I get to the point where I, it wouldn't stop, so I kind of turned, and I just shifted into park. Man. And then I finally maneuvered and parked right, but man, I'm like, man. It's like Murphy's Law, man. Whenever some bullshit can happen, it will. So that's so true. <sighs> but whatever. So uh, how was your week, man? My week was my week, man. I, I, I be having uneventful ass weeks. I don't really. <laughs> <laughs> it, each week is kind of like just trying to get through it. But I don't know. It's, it's it is what it is, man. I'm just trying to make it to the next week. Trying to make it to the weekend, really. So I mean, I had. I don't want to talk about my job too much, you know, on the podcast, but I had some very good uh, some very good news at work, so I'm going to be starting a new position at my job uh, the week up. after next, so 
Uh, I'm not going to go any, into any details about it, but believe me when I say it is a serious upgrade over what I was doing before. So, uh, so did you go from like the white building to like the black building across the street and shit? <laughs> I went from like, <laughs> I went from like, hopefully from living check to check to like, maybe I can like, I don't know, do something fancy like eat at Olive Garden. <laughs> Olive Garden. Yeah, balling out. Yeah. Well, nigga, I'm definitely uh That could be an understatement, but we'll see. I, I don't know. I gotta see how it turns out, but I mean the potential is great. So the potential is much better than incredibly high, so yeah. we'll see. I, I think it's really just about ceilings, man. Like, you know, you can work at one job and if it's not pushing you uh it's not giving you the potential to go higher, it's like why the fuck even be there and shit. Yeah, and it was getting to that point, but Things came through at the perfect time. A lot of a lot of shit kind of came together all at one time, so uh, that worked out pretty well for me. Yeah, that's that's what's up. I'm currently at my job, just like why the fuck life has fucked me <laughs> to, to, to get to the point where I'm basically just starting over. I feel like like who did I rape in a past life? Right, like <laughs> like what feminist did I piss off for? <laughs> you know, like I don't know, man. But it's like when I when I first got like a a legitimate job it was like i was like 23 20 22 23 ish and this is like almost where i the job that i'm at now is kind of like the same start where i was then you know what i mean it's just like i don't set myself back like 13 years or so and crazy shit it seems just saying like but you know it's whatever um I just go on that bitch and just work. But it just... You know what I ever have? Like, I, I found, like... You always have, like, the same kind of people at work. Like, you have, like... The over-masculine dudes... That... <laughs> that want to, you know... Gay bash and talk about all the hoes they fucked. And then you have, like, the white people who snitch. <laughs> and, and then you have, like... The... The people that don't like... That don't want to work and... It's like, no matter where I've worked at, whether it's been blue-collar, white-collar, I always find all of those people. It's always like, you always find out at work that, like, your job is always, like, a smaller version of just life as a whole. Mm -hmm. And, like, I'm still learning stuff. Like, I'm learning stuff now. At this, this is my first white-collar job. I'm learning stuff now about, like, the business life that I had no idea. And I'm still, like, learning it and struggling to learn it. And I've been in my job for two and a half coming up on three years and I'm still learning stuff about just how how the business world works and how much it how much it mirrors real life like I'm, I'm gonna talk about that a little bit later but yeah it's parts about that shit that's like really ringing true right now man it's, it's this one guy so the area I work in it's this it's these two dudes so I, I, I believe one of them one of them for sure if it Either he's gay or he's sassy as hell. It don't make a difference <laughs> to me. I don't give a fuck. But, he's gay or he's sassy. Yeah, he got some twang in his in his everything. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like even when he put shit on shelves, he just gotta got this like like this like this uh like he, he reminds me of a uh, Magic Johnson's son. Oh shit. You know. But he's he, he oh he's not there, but He's like he's working toward it. He's working toward it. Like <laughs> like he's in school for it. You know what I'm saying? He, he he's gonna get there. You know what I'm saying? So you got this guy, and then another guy. I don't think I don't know. One guy, the the over like the oversharing black guy, the guy who I thought had a lace lace front beard. <laughs> so he came up to me, talked to me. Like the first time I met him, 
I still don't know his name. I'm just going to call him Beard Man. Um, creative name. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I pull it out sometimes. So, he come up to me and he started almost like he was continuing a conversation that we had before. But we never talked. <laughs> and so I'm thinking like maybe he just mixing me up with somebody and shit. <laughs> and it was like he just it too. was like he started like midway through a conversation, man. He, and then so he, like, he came to me, I forget, it was something about sports or some shit. And he was just like, Yeah, man, they've been tripping and shit, man. They they have to trade them and shit. I'm like, trade who? Like who <laughs> the fuck is you talking about? And so and he gets so close. I noticed at first I thought his beard was like a stick on beard and shit. Because it's it just like, like it stopped. Like it wasn't like a a good line. It was like the line was so good. It was almost like it was planted there. Like it was hair put there. This a light skinned dude? Uh, a little oh, darker okay. than you. I won't say he's light though. Brown, okay. mid brown, I guess. Okay. And so, and it just, it caught me off guard. So I'm like staring at his beard, trying to figure out what the fuck. <laughs> so now I realized it wasn't like a stick on beard, but it was like colored. He had like some spray color in it. Man. Oh, so he probably like gray or something and maybe like. I think he just did it for thickening. Oh, okay. Or make it look fuller or it's whatever. It's still way too much, man. Like, so I'm looking at it shit. and I'm like, and, and, you know, he's talking to me. And I Is can, he young? Uh, he had to be maybe around our age. Oh, okay. he, he, I would I would give him late late twenties, maybe early thirties. I think if you like your mid early to mid twenties, you might care enough to do that shit. Like at this point, like I mean, my beard is like fine, but like I I, I wouldn't do nothing like that. Like I wouldn't do nothing like add color to it or fill it in. You know, add some chemicals or get a. Get some fucking beard weave or something. Yeah, shit. it's just it's just so <laughs> extra, man. So you know, I was looking, I could tell at that point, I'm like, okay, it's paint, it's some kind of paint or spray or whatever. But then the next weekend, I saw him, and you could tell that he had the shit washed out because it was almost like a line showing where that was, and now where the beard is a little lower. Oh, man. So maybe he didn't get it back to where that line was. It was almost like a ring in a, in a tub. What? You know what I'm saying? You could see, like, right. where the fucking... You know, so... It, it, it's just weird. And then, you know, so that was that one day. Then another day, he started talking about, you know, this chick he messed with. You know, it's one of those filler conversations. How, what you do this weekend? So I told him and shit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and I was like, yeah, I had... You know, I grilled for the family. Right, I cooked some cooked some my family. And I had this bomb-ass uh, <laughs> rub up in my ribs and shit. Well, he I like, fucked this bitch in the ass that <laughs> night. He was like, man, he was like, man, so, he said, and he always liked the bitch, so he's like, so, man, the bitch comes over, man, and we chilling, and she comes he over. He talks like that? Yeah. yeah the bitch come man, over. He's like, he, he kind of reminds me of, like, Tupac in this conversation and shit, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so she comes over and shit, man, she got on these, uh, this, this lingerie under, under her sweatpants, so he's like, so you know what happened when they wear that? I'm thinking, like, I do? Like, <laughs> like yeah. she wore sweatpants and lingerie? I'm like... Okay, so you know he's like, yeah. So man, she uh she asked me to give her a massage. She's like, so you know what happened when they asked for a massage? I'm like, oh, okay. So then he goes, he's like, man, so I'm giving her, I'm rubbing her back and shit. And then you know what I'm saying, I flip her over on her back, nigga, and I pull off her her sweatpants, and I just I was like, I pull off my. Right, 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 everybody. Right, right, right. It's it a couple of guys that got Detroit where everybody there too. Um, he like I flip her over and pull off her, and I just put my face all in the pussy, and I was just like, oh, 
that's that's I'm like, that's graphic. Cool. Yeah, yeah, it's <laughs> so fucking graphic about it. I'm like, oh, that's that's cool. But speaking of Detroit, everybody. It's a guy at the job, and you know, uh, it's a whole bunch of just, you got regular wear people, and then you got people just drive high lows all day. And I'm assuming he's been there for a while. He has a high lows versus everybody's sweater. <sighs> <laughs> oh, man. And I think he's the DVD CD man. Oh, that guy. <laughs> that guy. Yes, dude. It's so fucking fun. It's so many characters, man. It's so many. I mean, I, I don't want to make our whole podcast about it, but it's so many. Like, I feel like we can get a lot of good podcasts from a, a lot of good conversation in this episode from yeah, it. Yeah, it's, it's just so. It's, so don't don't feel the need to truncate yeah, yourself. Like it, you, just, you can get, let it go. It's just so many. And then the uh, the the white girl who. Uh, worked in the area I worked in. She works in a different area now. Like I thought she was, I, I thought she was a dyke. Just, just in her, her. She wears like these big, big like oversized clothes. Real homosexual I'm sorry. or a lesbian. I, I, I thought that her preference was women. <laughs> I thought um, she was a butch dyke bitch. But she, she's like the, but, she's like the butch one though. Like you on fan guard now? Like <laughs> yeah, you know what? I'm sorry. You know how but, she is in that sexual yeah, sexual yeah. correctness yeah. and shit. Yeah, but she she's the woman who I I assume I like, can't believe Elsie said I, dyke. Yeah, I, I, I assume she like my impression of you. Right, <laughs> that was that was spot on though. <laughs> So I thought she, I just thought she liked chicks, you know, and I thought she would be like the, the masculine one, you know. She wears these big ass clothes. She got like the. You big, can see like her strap on print. Nah. <laughs> it's like she has like big old khaki. She has like khaki like uh, khaki baggy pants with big Timberland boots and shit, <laughs> and she smokes cigarettes, so she's always on cigarette break and shit. Oh, man. She got like the. Uh, What's the ear? The spacers? What are they? Oh, uh, uh, yeah. I know you're talking about. The big ass. Uh, loop spacers shit yeah, in the I, ear. You know, she wears a big brim, you know, like a baseball brim hat. Yeah. And so I thought she, when she I, when I first met her, I thought she liked chicks and shit. Then she said her boyfriend works on a different shift at the job. I'm like, oh, so you do like dudes. Maybe both. I don't know. Right. So then, Beard Man. Comes up and he's this is one another day. He was like, Yeah, you know, the little Mexican bitch over here. I didn't know she was Mexican. He's like, Yeah, man, she be sucking dick all through this bitch. I'm like, Oh, god damn, she just don't. I was like, I wouldn't see her anywhere and be like, She's hey, she's sucking everybody dick. Yeah, no, I just wouldn't think that, you know, just the shit you randomly. This job me a reality show. Duh! It's already entertaining. Man, it's 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 so it's it's yeah, dude, it's hilarious. I mean I the think Mexican butch Mexican butch dyke me- who sucks dick throughout the whole throughout the whole job and you got Beard Man who gives explicit details about his sex life. And that's just two people, it's already reality show. That's, just, that's just two people and then yeah. And another thing, you know, I I'm trying to figure out since I'm like attempt to hire, you know, they have a union there. And the union people are like so snotty. Like the people who are already there hired in the union. It's really crazy how divided they are, man. I never knew that that really existed amongst I've never been in a job that had a union. So I guess it's my first experience of, of like experiencing that. But they're like snotty as hell, man. Like, you know, they sit around and not do shit. 
they'd be like parked in fucking high levels in the middle of the middle aisle and just be chilling. Talking and shit. Yeah, you like, I'm trying to go past motherfucker. They like, fuck it, shit. I got representation. I don't care. You know, shit like yeah. that. I, that never. Have you worked at union positions before? That's all I really worked at for most of my job life. I worked at, when I worked at UPS, uh, they had a union. I worked there for five years. And then, actually, I think, actually, that actually might have been my only union job, actually. Because oh, okay. after that, I, uh, I don't think I had one. <clears throat> but yeah, uh, there's still, even if you make the distinction between like a unionized worker versus like a temp, like a, I still see that distinction in any job where uh, you have people who are hired in with the company versus people who are temps. You still have that same distinction where the people who are hired in have a almost kind of like a, a different kind of a vibe and a different kind of click to the people who are temps. I see it at my I see it at my current job. I see it between uh, my job also has interns too. So it's incredibly different with interns. Like interns have a whole different kind of. Uh, well, I forgot this is my podcast. Interns be having white privilege like a motherfucker. Dog. Like <laughs> I was like I was like I know you don't gotta say at your job or your job name. But I'm right. like I'm like why are you being like, why am I being shit? so vague? Yeah, no. Uh, no, the interns be having white privilege like a motherfucker. And, like, I noticed in my job, like, the interns be all white. And they have, like, they, they smell like white privilege. Like, they come in, like, <laughs> and it's just white privilege just wafting through the air. And, and it's they're, they're so cocky with it, man. They have a good time. They act like they're invincible. Like, they, like, like nothing bad will ever happen to them ever. Like, they don't take the job seriously. They come in, they goof off. Like, they, they just have fun. Like, because this is just a game to them. Then the temps are like all black people, and they're just like people who are looking like I need to keep this job. I need to get hired in because if I don't, I'm gonna go poor and I'm gonna end up on the side of the freeway begging for change, and my kids gonna be broke. They take it like extra, extra seriously. So like the the comparison between the two is so crazy because you got both people who are neither neither one of these entities are hired into the company, but but they have such a different view like the interns have like you know these are usually like young white people in college who are here for the summer and they're just here because it's like an experience and something they can put on their resume and you know it's it's yeah other folks working totally like this different. Is, like i need it this is my job you right know what I'm but the temps need it you know the temps right. are like this is it for me like i need to get hired into here so it, it's totally different that's and the people hired in is never really the people hired in that work with the company is not really that much different from the in, from the uh, from the temps actually, but yeah, the interns have a whole different swag, man. Yeah, that I don't know. That, well, I don't know. That just is, that shit seems just so segregated. It is. It's <laughs> very. It is. So what's up with your boss, man? Put, um, you know what? Never mind. I just realized that's going to tell you too much of your job. So I'll talk <laughs> to you about that later. Yeah, I'll talk to you off off, off camera. Yeah, we're going to edit that out. Uh, we'll have a camera. Right, right, uh, right, right. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, <laughs> that's funny. Um, yeah, it just seems so segregated. But it's like uh, my job, the whole thing with the union shit, you know, it's like if we had an opportunity to get a union when we started, we would just be in it. You know what I'm saying? At some point, if you wasn't hired, you went through the same process. So why would you hate? You know, or belittle, or you know, shade the people that's actually trying to get in the union. Right. So I don't know. Things would be interesting because, from what I understand, uh, once you're working there 30 days, even though you're a temp, you uh, you're not in a union after 30 days, but you get union representation, and uh, then you have to work another 60 days. 
That's what I was saying. Total 90, 90 days, days before I was in there. Right. And then, and then so plus the next 60, and then, you know, you become, you know, if they allow you become hired. But hopefully it ain't going to be no 89 day on some bullshit. Then they just, you know, cut folks yeah, and shit like that. You got to start paying. At least in my job, you had to start paying union dues after that, too, though. Mm-hmm. So, like that, yeah. So, I mean, it, it don't hurt that it's bad. It's some shit like two hours a check or uh, an hour a check of, uh, I don't know how my, I don't remember how mine was because that was a while ago but like it was yeah you had to start paying union dues but it wasn't that bad um but uh, when you mentioned the beard dude I'm thinking about growing my beard out actually really yeah like growing it out past like just a normal a normal low beard length cause like the reason I've been like not really growing it out cause every time I try to grow it out it's like mad like wild and bristly and dry and all that shit I'm like I after about a week, it's like it's, it's a little bit too much, and I don't like the way it looked. It looked like mad sloppy. Then I read this article about um, uh, optimizing your beard and shit, and I didn't realize that like if you want to grow your beard out and you optimizing. live optimizing, yeah, that's that's, that was the exact word was optimizing. Uh, if you want to grow your beard out and you live in a in a cold climate, then it's certain steps you got to take. So like if you live in a cold climate, you can't just grow your beard out and expect it to look dope. Like the Ten Crack Commandments for beards. And yeah, shit. <laughs> I thought I thought I could just grow it out and look dope because I was envisioning myself with like a not a like a big ass like James Harden beard, but like something like a little you know a little bit grown out and shit. And I'm like, why every time like I get maybe like a week or two in, it just be look mad scruffy or whatever. But they said like in, when you live in a cold environment, it makes it more prone to get dry, more prone to get bristly, and then, like, the hairs will act stupid, like, they won't lay down, they'll just, like, be all over the place and shit, so, uh, what I'm thinking about doing is, after I read the article, is getting, like, a, a beard oil, because they said, like, it's an oil that you could put in it that'll help the hairs lay down, and it'll make it softer. I was saying, have you ever, have you ever thought about, I always hear about those beard butters, and, you know. Yeah, uh, shit like that. So, like, I'm, I'm thinking, about, like, I'm gonna buy some products, and see if it'll make my beard a little bit, uh, better quality to where it's like softer and to lay down better and it'll look you know have a little bit more shine to it and then growing and growing it out then so yeah i'm thinking about growing my beard out a little bit and, and having a little bit of a kind of like a lumberjack kind of look going my on. shit don't grow right man it takes forever when it does it's like you know i i i cut it i, I had a decent one going before you know i got married and then i i cut it for her for the wedding but now it's like I want to grow it back. But then it just takes so fucking long. Then in the summer it'd be fucking hot <coughs> and shit. And yeah, it's like I got I got like I got like quote unquote good hair, but it's like I got theoretically good hair on my head if I didn't shave it. But like hair on your face is totally different. So I, I expected when I just grew it out that it'll be dope, like just automatically. See, that's my you gotta thing. Do shit. You gotta have upkeep. See, so that's I'm my like, thing. My my hair is so my 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 facial hair is just soft. So yeah, I I think you need some. To get a, a great beard, I think you need nappy fucking face hair so it like stays there. My shit started laying down and shit. And See, that's what I'm. It's the exact opposite for me. I'm trying to make it so it lays down. Oh. So like it'll lay down and it'll just grow out and be like, you know, have a little bit of shine to it and it'll just grow out and it'll look neat. Like how it is right now. If I grow it out, it'll look mad sloppy. It's like hairs just poking out every which way and it's like dry and bristly and coarse. And I'm like, it's it's it doesn't look good. When I grow it out, when I try to grow it out, and I shave it maybe like every couple weeks, I'm like, if I, I'm thinking like, if I get like some products for it and shit, make it lay down, make it softer and shit. When I grow it out, it'll probably look nice. So 
I think about like, trying to do that. Well, it sounds like you wanted something. At least you know about the shit. I ain't know. Yeah, I, uh, the way it happened is like I don't know how I saw it, but I saw some article about uh, eight ways to optimize your beard or something like that. I just clicked it and I was like, oh, so it's not natural. You got to actually put work into this shit. Right. So <laughs> that's funny. Yeah, I think about getting that shit and growing it out, see what it looks like. Because I've never grown my beard out. I've never grown my beard out really at all ever. Like I didn't even start having a beard until fairly recently like maybe like the past couple years and i always kept it pretty low so i want to see what that's going to look like you know well good luck to you brother yeah we'll see i mean <laughs> i had to get i had to get approval first before i could even uh i know i didn't even make that decision like i say I, I i cut my eye for the wedding and then i was like well this is your you get this this gift of of, of a bare face because uh i was gonna try to just grow it back but then i just didn't shit so. <laughs> But, you know, you were saying about, like, uh, about work, uh, about work shit. Like, you know, something on how I was saying, like, the work shit can kind of apply to real life, but, like, on a smaller scale. Like, something I've noticed is, like, man, I think, like, being fake, and, and when I say being fake, I don't even necessarily mean it in a negative sense. But, like, I feel like being fake is, like, uh, almost kind of like how you got to live to be successful in a workplace for the most part. At least in a white collar world, I can't really speak for the blue collar at this point. But the reason I said that is that I was listening to um, Sway in the Morning, and it had um, he had on Ari Spears, the comedian, uh, not too long ago, and then he had Mike Epps on pretty recently. And what happened throughout the course of these two conversations? They talked about Kevin Hart, and Kevin Hart is like the man in the comedy game right now. He's like top of the line. He's he's killing it. And apparently, Ari Spears was saying that Kevin Hart has writers who help him write his his stand up. So he don't write his stand up on his own. He has other people, like a team of writers, who will kind of like do it for him for the most part. And he was saying that basically he feel like that shit is like whack. Like you can't really be a stand up. Really? When did this happen? Damn, I feel like I've <coughs> told you this last stuff. week. And. He, Eric Spears spent a lot of his time kind of going in on Kevin Hart. He wouldn't directly say Kevin Hart, but Sway would say, like, you know, obviously he's talking about Kevin Hart. <laughs> and, yeah, he was saying that Kevin Hart has writers who write his stand-up for him. He's like, if you do, and Eric, uh, Sway was kind of saying, like, I feel like comedians, like, that's kind of known that comedians have people write shit for him. He's like, Jimmy Kimmel has shit, uh, people write shit for him. And Eric Spears was like, no, that's for, like, for your TV and shit. But it's like, for your actual stand-up, like, your hour special, that should be you. And Kevin Hart has people who, like a whole team of writers who write for him, who, I, I don't know if they write it in its entirety, but they, like, assist him with writing his specials. And then Mike Epps later, he didn't say that Kevin Hart specifically does this, but they asked him about what Ari Spears said, and then Mike Epps said that, like, having people help you write isn't, isn't necessarily a bad thing, but the problem comes in, in when you have writers who actually will go to a comedy club with like you know young unknown comics and will like take that comics material and then give it to uh, right, give it right. to the big time dude so then Kevin Hart takes a unknown comics funny ass jokes and will and they, spin they, it to like a large audience and they, and, they, and now they Kevin Hart's jokes so now the the, the new guy you know exactly. saying goes someplace he can't say nothing like Kevin Hart stole my joke he's like what Kevin Hart didn't even know the fuck you are right but that, that meanwhile he got like minions and shit exactly and all. Yeah, so okay. that's exactly what Mike F was kind of implying was that like I don't he like I said he didn't specifically say that Kevin Hart does this but he's saying that's the problem of having writers is that 
they'll have writers who they'll send out to like get material and then they'll use that person's material and then that person is fucked. Because like, if you say something now, you look like a hater. You like the wrong person. You say like, oh, that's my shit. You wrong. You, you say, oh, Kevin Hart stole my shit. You lying. And then it's like, you know, if you're, a, if you're <coughs> like an unknown person and you say some funny shit, since your audience is so small, you won't get the Nobody reaction. No, It's kind of like saying something funny on Twitter and seeing someone who's popular say something on Twitter and they get all the fucking responses. And you're right. like, I said that same shit two hours ago. Exactly. Like, I don't know. What do you think? You think that's a a, a bad thing? Absolutely. Like, like I don't know if 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 Kevin Hart has a team of writers who write who help him write his stand up. I don't think that's a bad thing. But if he actually has people who are like feeding him jokes from no no okay yeah 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 I get you I, other I get, people. I guess I was talking about more so the the writing the team of writers. I think stealing jokes is whack. I don't think that's necessarily a bad thing because I mean that they, they always say that like a lot of people have writers. Like they said like like Paul Mooney has written jokes for. Everybody, like they say, he, he helped write jokes for for Richard Pryor. He helped write jokes for a bunch of people. So like they say, that there's a lot of comedians who have had writers who have helped them. So like, but with Kevin Hart, like if he's actually having people out there stealing jokes, and then the well, thing with them is that Kevin Hart don't know that these jokes are stolen necessarily. They might come to Kevin Hart like, hey, hey I got this shit. I got right. this shit. What about if you did a joke about this? Right. And he might be like, oh, that's dope. I'm gonna use that. And he don't know that it came from. Some young up and coming comic in a comedy club. Yeah, I think that's probably that's whack as hell. But that's I don't know. whack as fuck to me. I couldn't imagine. You know, I mean, I know there are some talented. You know, because I think it's not necessarily the the content, which is you know, it's all about. I think it's delivery has a lot to do with it. You know, what I'm saying. Sway so mentioned that too. Yeah. yeah, because you know, I remember seeing uh, uh, King. What was the CNN dude? Uh, Larry King. Yeah. I remember watching the special of him years ago and it was, you know, it was showing him prepping for shows. And I mean, although he doesn't do like, you know, Letterman or something, he still does, you know, a, a show he has to like prep and have like team of people mm-hmm. and they were, you know, bouncing ideas and stuff like that. So I can see that for comedians. I don't, like I said, I don't think that's a bad thing, but if you got, you know, you know, niggas pulling like Patriot shit and going to, you know, spy gates and shit and going to different small, Small hole in the wall comedy shows and uh, taking motherfuckers' jokes. I think that's fucked up. Yeah, but you know it's funny. You know how how in R and B, you know most aren't of uh, the for the most part. A lot of R and B singers don't write their own shit. He's you know comparing it. He compared it to rap too. Yeah, like a it, lot of rappers have ghostwriters. And yeah, shit. but it's shunned. You, you it's shunned upon in, in rap and hip hop to get ghost written for. You know what I'm saying? They, you know, people will say, you know, well, hip-hop is supposed to be, you know, from you and your own experience and like that. But shit, R&B, nobody really writes in R&B. Everybody, most, a lot of them, you know, I mean, I think recently he was talking about how Beyonce doesn't really write shit. All the shit, she does a lot of just singing and shit. But a lot of artists, but they don't, they don't. Somebody they, wrote that Usher didn't write Harley none of Confessions. I can believe that. Yeah. I can, but the thing Some, is, like one of the co-hosts on Sway Show said that, like the Usher didn't write like none of confessions. They're not shunned upon it because a lot of people get written for it. They're like, oh, okay, cool. But you, if you publicly, you know, what if Fifty Cent comes out and like, hey, you know, Young Buck's little brother was writing all my shit. You know <laughs> what I'm saying? It's gonna be, you know, he's not authentic or, and I don't understand like why, you know, because it's all about for me. Like I said, I think it's just delivery. 
you know, because you can have an unknown rapper rap some same shit and it don't get to play that, you know, the same if, you know. It's about total package. Dr. Dre, although Dr. Dre have always been known to, because he's never, he was never a rapper. He was a producer turned rapper. Right. You know, but you could tell with some, I remember hearing some of his stuff and I was like, that sounds just like Jay-Z. And lo and behold, it was a Jay-Z wrote the shit. For me, that was when I heard Forgot About Dre. Like I forgot about Dre, I felt like the whole. You knew that was Eminem. Eminem. Yeah, yeah, you I knew it. The whole song you knew it was Eminem. Eminem. Uh, you knew it was Eminem. Yeah, yeah. I, I can't think of the song where I knew it was uh, um, Jay Z, but I was really like, "Yeah, that's Jay." Still, Dre was probably one. I felt like Still Dre was one that was goes written by Jay Z. That was, was it. Like, it was Still Dre. You're yeah, right. That's you it. Could, it was you Still could, Dre. You could tell through there. Yeah, yep, you could tell. He had one song where I knew it was it. Uh, oh. Uh, the one he did with um, the recipe with uh, Kendrick Lamar. Yeah, you knew that was Kendrick Lamar. Yeah, yeah. And just the way he was sounding. You know, what he was like, even yeah. yeah, he was even had his cadence. Yeah, right? he had the cadence, everything, yeah. man. Yeah, he wasn't do too good with it. But nobody gives a fuck about that. No one's clowning Dre for that shit. They know he's a producer first. You know, right. I think if you get the title of producer first, you know, if Pharrell had. I, you know, I wouldn't even doubt that Pharrell done had uh, verses written by the Clips. Absolutely. One of the two. So I'm like, yeah, yeah, I know it. You know, it it just it's it's just cool. Yeah. So Mike Epps went on to say that he thinks that social media uh, affects a comedian's uh, persona because he was like, you know, when he was coming up and when like Chris Tucker was coming up or anybody anybody prior to like the like Kevin Hart era, they didn't have social media, and he was saying that social media can kind of like distort uh, the fans' view of how popping a comedian really is. And I kind of touched on this, I think, on a previous podcast where I talked about how, like, how people with a whole lot of followers on Twitter can get gassed up to feel like they write about everything because they got people who just co-sign them all the time. Mm-hmm. And he, like Kevin Hart, for instance, has a million followers or whatever, however many millions of followers he has. And they're all telling him that he's dope. They all tell me he's popping. They all buy tickets to his shows. So it makes him feel like he's, like, dope as fuck and he's really, really funny. But he theoretically might not be funny. I think he's I think he's cool. But like you know, people might he might not actually be that dope. But he has like social media gassing him up to feel like he's dope and to well, send out the perception that he's dope. And Mike Epps was saying that like that social media is fake. That like it, it can have people feeling feeling better than they are when they really not that when they really not that lie. And he was saying that like it's like a uh, that it's not really real. And, like, the whole idea of, like, having to be, basically having to be fake to get on kind of resonated with me a little bit because uh, I was talking to somebody about it, and he was like, well, Mike Epps kind of sounded like he was hating. I was like, yeah, he did, but he's kind of right about, he might not be right about Kevin Hart, but he's right about the idea of, like, uh, social media giving a bad, giving a, a, a skewed perception of people. And then Aerie Spears also said something about, um, he said something like, uh, once you get famous, uh, white people kind of want you to smile more for you to be popular. He's like, you can't just be like the old angry nigga and be famous. Like, you kind of got to be, you got to smile, you got to be presentable, you got to be happy if you really want to be really on the next level. And like, that whole idea, like, kind of being fake, or be, I don't want to say being fake, but like being kind of what somebody else wants you to be as opposed to who you really are like that shit kind of resonated with me in real life like I've noticed that like you gotta be you can't just be who you are 
most of the time and get to where you want to be. You kind of got to be what people want you to be to get to where you want to be. You know yeah, what I'm saying? I, I, I get, I mean, well, a couple, couple, couple of points. Uh, I think that social media for the most part, I mean, I, I agree with as far as, you know, social media can really gas you up as being more popular than, you know, maybe you are more funny or more entertaining. But if, if Kevin Hart wasn't selling the way he does, I don't think, you know, it's not, it's not that much social media could really make you feel if, if social media was blowing him up as they do, you know, how he's a, he's a great, you know, comedian, you know, cool actor, but his movies and shit were flopping and his comedian show, it wouldn't mean shit though. You know what I mean? So it's like, it, it, it's still people that's going out and spending money on them. You know what I mean? So it's like, that gotta mean something. You mean, I mean, he may, you know, maybe over-exaggerated and, you know, Twitter or social media or Facebook or whatever case, but he's still selling, you know what I'm saying? And it's just hard to take that from guys who's been in the game longer that aren't successful and just wonder if it's coming from a, a place of shade. Because yeah, Spear- Eric Spears that way. Yeah, because Eric Spears has been out for years and you know uh He said he did Death Comedy Jam when he was sixteen. Yeah, he's been out for fucking years, right. man. He's been doing this shit for years and his uh homeboy uh Mike Epps. Mike Epps. I don't yeah. I forget his name. It was so funny. I saw Mike Epps uh, when I was 21 at Coco's House of Comedy. Oh, wow. Right. He was funny as shit, too, man. And shit, that was, what, 14 years ago, man. Damn. And he's been. And the thing is, he's been in the game that long, and he still hasn't reached the half the level of Kevin Hart. That Kevin Hart has reached in... Maybe like the past five, six years. Five, six years. <laughs> yeah. And even then, he was still, uh, he had been in it for some years. I don't know how long uh, he's been doing it, but when I saw him then, because he was, was it, Day Day was from like next Friday? Yeah. I, don't, I, I want to say that came out uh, late 90s. Late 90s, I would say. So like night because I the original Friday was like ninety four ninety four right so I'm gonna, let's say ninety out oh, for the sake of ninety six ninety seven yeah so I remember then he was they was referring to him as Day Day you know what I'm saying so right. two thousand one so he's been doing it for you know that long he didn't shake Day Day for a minute uh, oh a long fucking yeah. time I still kind of like you said I still refer to him as Day Day yeah. um, but yeah so he, that was two thousand one and he had been out for you know years and you know somebody maybe correct us to how long he's actually been doing it. But Please he, don't. He's right. It's just gonna happen, though. But he's been we doing that. He's been doing for that long, and he still hasn't reached. So you know, it's like although they make good points, you know, I just you just you just gotta wonder though, they're really coming from a a uh, a place of shade since they can't they haven't reached that level, and they won't. Eric Spears will never. Most people don't know who the fuck Eric Spears is, you know, yeah. and he will never reach that level. I mean, he's I think he's a decent comedian, but he doesn't have that. Kevin Hart selling appeal. He he Not at all. he never, you know. He probably still performs at the little hole in the wall joints. They said that they both said that he's like, uh, that he knows how to market himself really well, and it it came off all it almost came off like a backhanded compliment. Mm-hmm. Like it's a compliment like, in the sense of like he knows how to market himself well, like, but backhanded like, in the sense of like he's not funny. Like he's he just a, knows how to market like, himself well. Like he's a bad product, but he can sell himself. Exactly. Like he's like the cutco knives of like comedy or some crazy right. shit. <laughs> like so, and, and it did come off as hating, but like it's, it sucks when if you could say like if he really is like 
having writers out here stealing jokes and shit, it sucks that you could be like presenting some shit as fact, but still come off like you hating. Yeah, right. But right, yeah, I it mean, came off very, it came off very hateful. I just wonder, though. I mean, it, it's has other comedians done that, you know, and been, you know, confronted about it or been told it? Because I've, I've, to I've never point, heard of that before. Yeah, to this point, I've never, I've I never heard that, that today, and I've never heard that before today. So it makes you wonder, like, is it a conspiracy? They just trying to get him off the paint and shit. Like, I think so. I feel like it is. The thing is, though, it's I like they just mad. The lane that Kevin Hart is in. Even if Kevin Hart got booted, they wouldn't get there. It's not. It's not, it's not they're That's not. True. They're, they're not next. They're not even. Right. They're not, yeah, they're not even cut. next. So you know, it's yeah. like shit, they're not even in the same freeway. You know, what I'm saying it's like they're. You know, they're in some dirt yeah. road and fucking. Uh, what's my homeboy's uh, uh, city in uh, Alabama? Oh, uh, I don't know that shit. <laughs> so shit that started with an E. e I don't yeah, know. they're in uh, Euphoria. I don't Euphoria. know. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck it was. Eclipse. I don't know. <laughs> Alpaca. Yeah. Uh, esoteric. Yeah. I don't know. Something. They're there, and he's like in New York and shit, riding around in fucking black Uber cars and shit. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, I don't know, man. I, I, I just don't think that, you know, they're, they could even, you know. I don't know. Always, Ari Spears always, um, I always think of one of the. The younger Wayans, dude. Uh, I think it's Damon's son. Uh, he reminds me of him. Dog, Damon's son is funny as fuck, dog. I've, like, I've never <laughs> seen him in anything, dude. Well, he's on New Girl, that show that uh, comes on, um, I don't know, I want to say NBC. Comes on some network channel. He's oh, on man. New Girl. He's just on this season. He was on the pilot episode. And they cut him, but then they brought him back for this last season. He's funny as fuck. And then I heard him on a podcast. He's he's really good. I like him. But um, Dude. his name he's Damon Wayans Jr. Oh, same okay, man. okay. Yeah, uh, he's funny as fuck actually. Yeah, I have but, to um, check him out though. Now, does he have any stand-ups? Have you seen any? Does, I haven't seen any of those stand-ups. Yeah. Okay, I've only seen him on New Girl, but he's funny as fuck on New Girl. And he was funny when he was on the podcast. I listened to him on. Uh, but I I thought there was a lot. To gather from the uh, the idea of like you got to smile to, to kind of get on, like because I've noticed that in in the white collar world, the the idea of like you kind of got to be this happy, personable, joyous kind of person to really get where you want to be. You kind of got to be fake. Like you can't just be like a regular person and get on. You got to be cheerful, you gotta be happy, you gotta know people, you gotta smile and shake hands, kiss babies, and yes. you gotta do all that shit to get to really get somewhere. And that might not be who you really are, but you just gotta realize that's how you gotta play the game. And I know that, for me, throughout the course of my my career, that I've had to to be dishonest to, to get to where I am now. And to, to get to where I am now from where I was first entering the job world. And like the more I learn, the more I realize that it really is about kind of like changing your perception of how how life should work. Like, cause my whole perception was like, I'm just gonna be me. I, all I want to do is come in, do my job, work hard, and get out. And that's good enough if you want to stay exactly where the fuck you at. But if you want to come up and you want to go up, and you want to do something, you gotta be you gotta be somebody different. And that might not be who you want to be, but that's got to be that's that's who you got to be if you want to actually move up. Yeah, you, and I'm I'm realizing that shit. Yeah, you definitely you know it. 
it, sadly, you have to do the song and dance. You do. You know what I mean? You really and do. And I, and I think that's that's that goes across any job atmosphere, whether it's blue collar or white collar. Um, yeah, Eric Spears mentioned it within comedy, but I'm thinking like, man, that shit applies oh, to life, it, dude. It, it, it applies. It applies to damn near any job. I the the uh, I worked five six years at a warehouse and. I was just, you know, doing just random shipping, receiving, filling orders type shit. And they had opportunities where you could become a salesperson. So they had like a mentor, a mentor program. And I was trying to get into that. And I was doing all the required stuff they wanted me to do. I went, you know, to uh, product training sessions and all this shit and crazy stuff. And every time I interviewed for it to get into the spot, I always got beat out by either... I shouldn't say either. It was always some white person. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, but, and then the thing is, everybody that beat me out was either, um, they was white and they had been there longer than me. So I'm like, why are you kept having me apply if the next person who's been here longer than me, you should just have a system where you just take people based on seniority. It shouldn't even be an application process at that point because every time I got denied, it was because of lack of knowledge and lack of time here. At the job. So I'm like, well, shit. At that point, y'all should just select people without an interview process. Because, you know, it's like the last time I applied, I went against a guy who had been there for like 15 years. I had been there like five years at that time. Like, I don't have a fucking chance. One, I'm black. And he's <laughs> white as fuck. He's hunter white. He's like, white he's, as fuck. Right, he's not right. as white. He's white as fuck. Right. Like, he's you know, like... Leonardo DiCaprio or fucking yeah, yeah he, I mean yeah right right without the awards and shit you know right. what I'm saying he just, well he ain't got no awards <laughs> right right yeah so I'm like yeah you know so I finally said fuck it and I left I just you know I, I found another job that I totally had to like fix my resume and and lie about every, the, the whole lying part because right. I mean sometimes you just gotta fake it shit I yeah. faked I faked the whole resume to get a job. And it worked, but I was just like, damn, is it is it them just a, that good of a liar, or they just didn't give a fuck, or you know what I mean? But I don't know, it's sad. But I think it's like I'm saying, blue collar too, because you got to kiss ass, and I don't feel like I want to kiss kiss nobody's ass and shit, man. I, I don't know. I just keep wishing I just hit the liar, so I ain't got to worry about doing this shit anymore. <laughs> yeah, tell God, like, tell like, man, I'm about to kiss nobody's mm-hmm. ass, man. That's a whack ass way to get on. Like, that's and then you be like, that's a real ass way to stay with a fuck you. And then, and then you like bills. Like, <laughs> right, exactly. You know, if you got the, you know, the, I don't kiss somebody ass with bills. It was like, you know, if you got the point where you can say, fuck it, I can leave the job, I don't give a fuck it, and just not work. I mean, you know, you know, Office Space was one of the realest, fakest movies ever. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because you just get up one day and say, you know what, I don't want to work no more. But nigga, how the fuck you gonna pay your bills? What the fuck you gonna live at? You know, it was the greatest movie for a person that works in the office where you were like, man, I feel him. But it's like, Nigga, I still got to pay these fucking bills. Shit, I still got to live. How the fuck I'm going to get to work? How the fuck I'm going to do anything? Right. I ain't got no fucking job. You know, so... Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, I hate the song and dance. You know, even now, it's like, you know, I, I had to I bite my tongue. It's like, you don't know who to complain to. Coworkers, you don't know if they snitching back to bosses and shit. Or... It's all part of the game. I was, like it, I said, I realized everything is part of the game. Everything you say or do with you and that bitch... You gotta act like it's being watched and analyzed. So everything, anybody you talk to, you gotta think like, okay, is this person gonna report what I just said? Like everything, you gotta look at everything in that bitch as a chess game. And whatever you gotta do to make the best impression, 
is what you need to do. Like if that, if if that's being fake, then be, be I don't even know. If, I don't even know if it's being fake, man. I think it's just. I'm saying if you have to be fake, right. like if that's what you need to do. Like if that's who you are, then you know, then it's not fake. But if right. that's not who you are, then you might need to be that person if you want to. If you want to go up, if you want to prosper in your job, you might need to think like, okay, can I really be upfront with this person? Can I say like, hey, you know, I think this situation is fucked up because maybe that person might snitch on you. Right. Maybe you know whatever. You got to be. Fucking jolly ass, happy. Uh, this job is great, and I'm just gonna work hard and do what I gotta do to get up and make friends and be happy and all that shit. If you wanna, if you wanna come up, and then and then be on your job. You can't be shitty, but you know you gotta be on your job too. But you can't. It's so much into the relationships aspect of it, and and how people perceive you. Like that shit is so fucking real. If you wanna do more than just do your job, if you wanna right. actually move up, and like. For me, that's being fake. Like, because I'm not the type to be out here fucking kissing people's asses and making friends. Because I, I don't like friends. I got enough of them. I don't need to make new ones. I sure I, I'm like, I'm, I'm losing them. I, you know, right the now, way I am. I'm, I'm losing some. I got, so, like, I, got, I don't care. I got beard man trying to friend me and shit. And, yeah, you know, I got <laughs> I got people at my job who, who talk to me all the time and, and want me to be involved in their conversations and shit. I don't want to hear it. But I gotta pretend like, oh, that's so interesting, or oh, I care. I don't care. Oh, beard man tried to ask me for a dollar fifty to get a pop out the vending machine Monday. Mm-hmm. I was like, now you get, now you getting too personal. Right, take that shit out your barbershop money. Right, nigga. right. Like you obviously spending thirty dollars at the barbershop, man. Right, right. All the money you spending to the, 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 to entice that bitch over to eat her ass and shit. Nigga, you could have <laughs> had you a dollar fifty. And I was like, you know what? And I had like eight dollars. I was like, I ain't giving you shit. I was like, I was like, nah, man. I don't even have no change. But yeah. No, did you know that Catfish came on today? I did. And Charlemagne is on it. Yeah, I know. That's why I'm trying to stay off of uh, Twitter. I need to find it so I can record it so I can uh, watch it. Because I was actually... Catfish one of the shows I watched faithfully um, the last few seasons. I kind of fell off of it, but when Eve threw that one dude phone in the water, dog, like, that was me, dog. The line was crossed. <laughs> The line was totally crossed. And I, you know we've been doing a podcast for a while because we talked about that episode on an older podcast. Oh, you sure did, yeah. We had it. It was called, like, Gangsta Need. It was, like, episode mm. four. What, where did I get this memory from? My memory is so fucking fickle, dog. Like, I bet you if you look it up, episode four is the one called Gangsta Need, and it has the picture of him doing a fucking phone. Is this, is this one called Miracle? I'm sorry. I'm looking at a... Uh, I'm on you versus site. Uh, oh yeah, that is. So we already. That's the thing I love about the Uverse. Even if you have a series that you're recording, mm-hmm. the next season it just keeps recording it, so it doesn't stop and shit. So who does that? Like if you add a uh, add a series to your to your favorites on Hulu, once once that series stops, when it when it comes back, it'll keep it'll keep adding the, uh, the shows to your queue. So like like with the following, for instance, like I add the following as a favorite. Once the following the following comes back on Monday. So oh, I can't it'll start. Fucking wait too. Uh, <laughs> it'll start. And what I hate is I work on fucking Monday night, so I won't be able to see. You got better call saw the following all on fucking Monday. Yeah. I'm reading the description uh, of this episode. After a smart single mother falls madly in love with a dreamy eyed man on Instagram. Neve, Ooh, on Instagram. Right. Neve. Nev. Neve. Neve. Yeah. Neve. Neve turned. K n e e v e. The name of the episode. 
Episode four. Thanks <laughs> to Neve. K N E E V E. Neve teams up with television personality Charlemagne to help hunt down the man of her dreams and see if he lives up to his, his online persona. This is how I know Char- Catfish is fake as fuck, though. Like, because I already was suspicious of the fact that, like, okay, who in this point is getting catfished to the point where Dude, they no, know no what no the show is about? And think if we covered this shit on episode We four. have. But there is no fucking way that anybody should be able to get got and catfish anymore. It, it, there's no reason for a new season. There is no fucking reason. So now they're adding guest stars to make people actually like buy into it and keep watching it. Because there's no fucking way that people are actually still you can do getting catfish to call Neve up like, hey, I think this do, person likes me. You can do a couple Fuck things. Here. I mean, simple stuff, shit. Send me a video right now. Get online. Let's chat. You can chat through i i uh what's the shit uh, iMessage. Is iMessage or Face FaceTime on yeah. on Apple? Even in G Talk. Yep. And Google Talk, you could just go video. There's all kind of ways. If a person just says they don't want to do it for the quick second, you know they fucked up. Yeah, it's it's, it's not even like you ain't got to do no bullshit. Like, hey, take a picture with today's paper or some shit. And, and smartphones are free now. Free like, as people, fuck. You don't have to have the iPhone six plus or the Note four or the G Galaxy, whatever G, whatever the latest Galaxy is. You don't have to have the latest fucking phone. No, you it's, can have. You have there's free smartphones shit. with the same. Fucking features. Just uh, like the dude. A feature that can fucking have video. Oh, the guy with the long hair. Uh, um, I don't remember, dog. <laughs> it, it was a black dude. He had he was uh, had the long hair. He he told, he he had an Obama phone or some shit. <laughs> the Obama phone. Yeah. I remember that, but I remember who it was. I remember who it was. But he was saying how the phone. guy didn't have any. Because I, I remember asking, like, what does that even mean, Obama phone? Yeah, like, it's, it's a fucking uh, assistance phone. It got, like, minutes and shit. And it ended up being his, his uh, homegirl. Who actually? Cause they went to some vacant house and the shit. The dude, the dude that looked like a that dressed like a woman. Yeah, he had the, long, fuck, the one yeah. that had the fucking the meme to say this too much. Yeah, yeah. I, you, know, <laughs> you know, it's funny. I was just about to say before I described everything. I was about to say. You remember the this too much dude? Yeah, 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 I, yeah. Yeah, I it was like his relative. It was his girl. Him. Yeah, and she went. They she was with him. They went to the it vacant house. It was like his cousin, his cousin or something, or something right? Shit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he had to. Yeah, yeah, they went to the. It was like a, in the snow and shit. Yeah. Oh, it was the. Oh, what is he like? She was mad because he called her Fat Kelly Price. Yeah. How the fuck is like Fat Kelly Price? That's the most. That's like saying you a weed smoking Snoop Dogg. That's the. Like petty, what the fuck? How you a, Fat Kelly Price? That's the pettiest shit ever. He called her <coughs> Fat Kelly Price one day, and you hold a, a. I think it was like a year or two relationship. Right. Calling this motherfucker and taking him to Vega House, and then then be on the show with him. I think Cass is fake as fuck, but. They gotta do what they gotta do. Dude, to make I it think I think the first season was probably really just legitimate. The first season was probably legitimate. Now, but like at this point, no it's such a it's such a big deal. And then combined with the fact that everybody has smartphones and social networking, there's no way that you could be in a situation like that. Everybody, and it'd be so severe that you feel like you gotta how, call how, how MTV Six. He has a fucking phone. But yeah, let's I mean, say he has a media device. Touch. You yeah. know what I'm saying? He can video chat. He can do everything at his age. There's no way in the world you should be a fucking functioning adult and you're getting bamboozled by somebody <laughs> that just can't send you a video. Yeah, my son is going to be seven next month and I feel like he's going to, like, if that were to ever happen to him, which it wouldn't because he's far advanced. Which is mad restricted. But, like, if that were to happen to him, he'd be like, Daddy, who was this? <laughs> who was this fake person? This is right. real. Yeah, it's just, 
I just don't get it. I, I'm going to still watch the season probably. Yeah, well, I mean, but, probably. But I'm just like, you know, how do you get... But that's part of the bamboozle. We, st- we know it's fake. We still want to watch it. How do you get catfished on Instagram? It's... Sidebar, is Bobby Christina still alive? We <laughs> <laughs> watch the sidebar completely unrelated. Totally How unrelated. do you get fat catfish on Instagram? Is Bobby Christina still alive? Totally unrelated. But yes, Bobby I'll... Christina is still uh, breathing with help. Yes, she's still alive. Dude, that is so fucked up. It's incredibly fucked up. And it the for me, the extremely fucked up part of it is it, it mirrors my situation with my dad so much. And then, like, part of it, actually, I saw um, uh, The Theory of Everything, the movie about Stephen Hawking that was nominated for an Oscar. And there was a point in Stephen Hawking's life where he was on uh, life support. And it looked like he might be brain dead. He wasn't, but it looked like he might be. And his wife at the time was like, uh, no, if, if Stephen can live, he wants to stay alive. Is his brain still going to work? Yeah. And so they said, like, we're going to have to uh, remove his, uh, not remove his throat, but remove, he had to have a tracheotomy where he got to remove oh, okay. whatever out of his throat and put the little thing in it. So that's the, uh, put the little thing in it so he can breathe. And then, uh, he ended up coming out of, he was in a coma at the time and ended up coming out of it or whatever and you know Stephen Hawking is still alive now he's like 72 and he's still alive and he's still functioning or whatever and the two with Bobby Christina and now all that shit it kind of it made me think of my dad's situation and for a brief moment it made me think that I make the right decision in deciding to uh, not take my dad off life support but take him off uh, whatever he was on because I was like my decision was like would he want to keep living like this? And my decision was no, he wouldn't. But uh, it, it for a brief moment it made me think like if I hadn't done it, is there something that could have been done to bring him back to where he was? But right. my dad wasn't in the in the the brain situation that Stephen Hawking was. He was still okay in the mind. He just wasn't okay in the body. But uh, no, Bobby Christina is still alive. But from what I heard, she's actually brain dead. So. I don't think confirmed that she used on drugs. I think I read that. that uh, I think I heard like literally like a couple days ago that they said that she had uh, she had done some uh, like I want to say heroin or something like that day, like that same day. Heroin, man, that is some fuck. My dad overdosed on heroin, man. That shit is killer. I mean, literally killer. Like, right. it's just it's 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 just fucked up, man. It's too much. This too much. <laughs> I, I saw a picture on. I meant to save it, but it was real crass as hell. It was a picture of Bobby Christina and a couple of folks, and she was on somebody's floor, and she had a trace uh, snorting lines and shit. Dude, yeah. like, man, it's just it's just sad that she uh, followed her mom's footsteps like that. Yeah, I think it's only a matter of time. Like I think they're just delaying it. I don't I don't know why. I don't want to hypothesize or theorize or whatever, but yeah, I think it's only a matter of time for her. If she's actually brain dead, then it's definitely only a matter of time. Like why bother? I mean, they're just they're just prolonging the inevitable basically. Yeah. But um another thing that I noticed that uh that I've been seeing a lot lately that kinda of trip me out is have you noticed how like People on Twitter will be like giving these these uh, 
secret identities to their significant others. Like, that shit kind of, like, I don't understand that shit. Like, they refer to their, like, husband or wife as, like, him or her with, like, a capital H. Like, oh, I bought him some flowers today with him with a capital H. Or, you know, uh, her made me some waffles this morning. Uh, other made yeah, me this. I, or, I see that. I see that. Or they'll do, an acro- they'll do, like, a initial, like, uh, M or B or F or whatever the person's name is. Did this or that. I'm like, why are you making your significant other, like, a... Like a ghost, like we give a fuck. Like, like, <laughs> who gives a fuck? Like, if you if you say, "Oh, M made me some breakfast this morning," like, if you put Michael as the person, like, who gives a single solitary fuck? Like, they're gonna be like, "Oh, her husband's name is Michael." Let me get the stalking as if as if Michael is something you because can that person's not online because they're not seeing this shit. So just you know, you just want to put out there what you know. I think you want to. It's like you want to make your relationship seem more important than it really is. Like, it's so important that you got to be secretive about who your significant other is. As if anybody gives a fuck. I don't if you're a f- random fucking Twitter nobody, and you're giving your random Twitter fucking nobody husband or wife uh, anonymous personality, and are we supposed to be intrigued by that? Like, oh, why, like, why are you being secretive? Like, it's so pointless. Like, who cares? Like, I don't understand that shit. And I see it a lot. Like, I, I don't understand the idea of not saying... Uh, my husband or my wife or even that person's name like Janice or Frank or whoever the <laughs> fuck it might be like who gives a shit like like can't, can't wait to Shaquan what is the, the crib. yeah like what is the <laughs> what is gonna come out of that that if you said that person's name that you will regret having said that person's name like oh uh so Frank brought me some flower bought me some flowers this week like okay so is somebody gonna google Frank and find out who the fuck your husband is right no right like, is somebody going to fucking Twitter search Frank and find out his Twitter name? No. So if you put F instead of Frank, what fucking difference does it make? Like, I feel like people are trying to elevate their whack, dumb fucking relationship to something more important than it is. Like, bitch, nobody cares about who the fuck you married to. Like, people want to brag about their fucking relationships and make it seem like their, their fucking life or their relationship is somehow so important or so relevant that they got to minimize it and make it more vague because people care. When nobody cares, you're a fucking nobody. So is your husband. So is your wife. All of y'all are fucking nobodies. You don't need to be anonymous. Nobody cares about who the fuck you are, who you fucking, who your husband is. Nobody gives a fuck about you or your piddly, dumb fucking life. Like, why are you trying to be so fucking anonymous? Like, that shit irritates the fuck out of me. I said fuck like 90 times. Yeah, I can tell it irritates the fuck out of me. I recognize it. Like, just say, like. It does, Bob. Like, people don't even say husband (laughs) or wife. They're like, oh, wife. Like, oh, hubs brought me some shit. Like, that's cute. Hubs. Like, it's not some fucking hubcaps to me. I really. I I hate the the husband and wife uh, nicknames of husband and wife. Hubs. Wifey. I really hate wifey. Wifey is probably the worst of me. Like, Like, is wifey like the. Like pre-wife, like is it like you know before? You, is it like more than a girlfriend, less than a wife? Don't ask like, me to fi- figure out what's happening in these dumb <laughs> niggas' minds. Like I can't even fucking tell you, dog. Like <laughs> it's so it's it's not a situation that even needs to be contemplated. Like all you gotta do is say, "Oh, I came home. And my wife brought me some flowers, or uh, my wife made me dinner." End of story. Like why you gotta say I came home and. And F made me dinner. Like, who the fuck is F? Who cares? Like, F could be Francine. Who gives a fuck? Like, nobody cares about your stupid fucking life. Like, F. <laughs> why do people think we care about their dumb fucking life? Like, nobody's out here stalking 
insignificant ass you with your fucking 789 Twitter followers, half of them are spam. Nobody gives a fuck about your dumb life. Like, why are you being so anonymous? Like, who cares? <laughs> You're a piece of shit. Your wife's a piece of shit. Your husband's a piece of shit. Nobody gives a fuck about you. Nobody gives a fuck about your life. You're a horrible person. You don't have to be anonymous. You're an asshole. Who cares? Like, I don't understand that shit, man. Like, oh, my, my F brought me this. M brought me that. Like, I don't understand that shit. Hubs, other, this, that, him, her. All these fucking vague ass pronouns, like like everybody's checking, like every like anybody's checking for your significant other. Like I can understand not like if your significant other has Twitter and you don't at them specifically, I get that. Right. But if you don't at them specifically, there's no other reason to be vague. Like nobody cares. And if they're not on Twitter, it doesn't make a difference. Exactly. If they're not on Twitter, it really don't make a difference. But if they are, as long as you don't at them, who cares? Twitter's weird in effect in 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 a way that. People, they they put their whole lives on Twitter, but then they would hide one name. <laughs> like we could put two and two together. We we know the name, you know. We know the person, you know. We can figure it out, you know. Right. But yeah, I I, I totally get that. I totally get that. That shit drives me crazy, dog. I, and I see it so much, like so much. Like who who cares, man? Like. We don't even care who the fuck your your significant other is. It really don't matter. Like, it, it just makes me want to just block you. Like, I don't even care. Like, you really think I care enough about your significant other that you gotta fucking give them a secret identity or some shit like they're Batman? They're a piece of shit just like you're a piece of shit. Who cares who they are? How many people you've muted because of that? <sighs> My fucking mute list is like that fucking thing where, like, Somebody will make it sound like they have like a short list of something, and they roll it out, and it just like rolls across the floor like a red carpet. That's like that's what my mute list is like. Dude, I was going through my mute list on TweetDeck, and I had Apple muted. <laughs> I have no idea why I muted Apple, but somebody made me mute Apple because of whatever fuck shit. Like y'all got me muting random fruit and shit. Like how did you? I don't, I have no idea how. Why did I I mute? I had muted Apple. Or maybe it wasn't the actual food. It was the company. I don't know. I, I assumed it was the company when you said it. <laughs> but now I'm trying to think. Why would I just... I think... You know what? I think... I, I usually mute... You know, I take that back. Nah, it's coming to me now. Oh, I, feel, <laughs> I feel it. I think usually when they do their uh, they yearly... Uh, that, that conference where they announce new shit. Right, yeah. I yeah. usually mute... I think I usually mute it then. Okay, that's what I assumed when you said it. I was like, you probably muted, muted it on like the fucking... Not the launch day, but the uh, the day where they they had the, the press conference. Yeah, it was like, yeah, the press conference. That's probably why. Yeah. At first, I don't know why, but that didn't even come to mind. I was thinking, like, man, why don't I just mute the food? Like, why the fuck I would mute <laughs> Like, y'all have some of the weirdest fucking word and, and word mutes and shit. But, I don't know. I try to clean up my shit as much as possible. If I can get rid of the shit, I'm muting. I got so many people muted. I got people I don't even follow muted. Like, that's, I don't see that shit. That's, that's serious. Yeah, because you got some people that people you got some people that people retweet all the fucking time, and you always well for me at least I always see that shit. Yeah, like I used to always see that feminist Jones chick all the fucking time. Man. I used to see I used to see that uh, smooth order dude. Yeah, whoever yeah. the fuck he is. I followed him for less than a day. I don't remember what happened, but I followed him. Sorry to hear that. In the same day, uh, I used to I used to keep seeing that snotty. Dripping dude. I never saw him before the Temecula shit. Really? Yeah. I see him all the time. 
Um, and then I think that uh, lunch guy dude, whatever the fuck he is. Right. And then he fucked around and changed his name, so he fucked up my mutes. Oh, I hate that. Yeah, I hate that <laughs> shit too. So I look like I kept seeing this. I'm like this new person. I'm like, why oh, they got so many followers? They like new in my. You, you can figure. You just don't see random new people with a ton of followers. I looked. I'm like, oh, this this motherfucker. So I had to set up mutes again and so forth. But yeah, I, I can't stand them. Pop them. I call them Twitter honey ass niggas. I can't stand. I can't them stand niggas. them either. Like I said the other episode, man. It's like once they get. Famous, they got other people who just dick ride them because they want to be down with the famous person, or they want to get retweeted by the person with all them followers, and so they, they so they, then that person gets a big head thinking that everything they say is gospel. Yeah, they tweeted to them and wanted them to retweet they shit. Um, and I said that's like the uh, what's the guy name? The Dragonfly Jones. Yeah, yeah. Like he just said some of the most random ass shit, and he just gets the most shit. Like it just, I don't think none of that shit is like. Most of it is not even, like, interesting, but I guess, yeah. you know. You get famous enough, man, anything you tweet will get retweeted. Like, if, if fucking Kanye West tweeted, the, it would get, like, 20,000 retweets. It I would, like, Jay-Z Jay used to, treat, used to uh, tweet random words, and he would just yeah. get, like, tons of fucking, tons of fucking tweets or some crazy shit. And I only think it's, to me, I know some people may look at it as, like, a, a, a hating thing. It's just, I just don't think those people are that that great to get all of that attention. It just it just whacked to me. So yeah. I don't know. Did you see uh Amber Rose beefing with uh Chloe Kardashian on yeah, Twitter? Yeah, I saw that like, bullshit. <laughs> the funny thing about that dog was that she made a comment about uh about she said like just cause your dad got away with killing white killing the white girls and shit. And I was like, wait what? <laughs> I was like, she said her dad is OJ? And then, like, people were like, right. oh, yeah. Like, did you hear that rumor? And I was yeah, like, Yeah, I saw no. that, too. I was like, no, I've never seen that rumor at all. <laughs> I was like, so there's that. a rumor that her dad is OJ? And I was like, I didn't hear that. Like, and that, somebody tweeted me. He was like, that's why she's so fucking, what, what was it? What did they say? Uh, big and insignificant or something like that. It was, like, big and something <laughs> dumb. But, like, big and unimportant or something like no, that. No, that's the same person that told you that? The chick? No, I don't think so. Because oh, okay. I saw yeah. that conversation. There was a few people that tweeted me that like, oh, uh, yeah, there's a rumor that like her dad is OJ. I was like, I didn't hear that. I've never heard that. I've never heard that. I, I thought that was funny. I wonder if that's true. I mean, I don't think it is because I don't think she looks anything like OJ. I think she looks close enough to her sisters to not have a dad who's so different from right. the dad. Like, like OJ looks nothing like, uh, what was his name, Robert Kardashian? Mm-hmm. The, the 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 dad the the lawyer like OJ looks nothing like him like they're opposite ends of the spectrum but I think Chloe looks close enough to the other girls to not be to not have a dad like to be OJ I don't know man like, I, I just feel think, like that's a bit much I think something like that would have probably came up yeah and like years before now like if that 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 wouldn't be just a new story yeah that would be some shit that actually popped off way before now but she's fast like she she went in. Yeah, I don't know, man. I'm not a big fan of fucking Amber Rose anyway. I'm, like, not a big fan of her uh, as a person. I'm not a big fan of her talking. I'm a fan of her Instagram page. Right, I was going to say, I can enjoy <laughs> her pictures, but I'm not a fan of her talking. Like, Yeah. Yeah, I, she's like the superficial look one. I don't, I don't want to hear you talk. I don't want to. I don't want to see your words at I don't, all. 
I don't want to see none of that shit. Like that means nothing to me. No, I'm straight. I don't want to. Just just take pictures. Yeah. So before we wrap up, uh, the Lions waved Reggie Bush today. It's all in preparation for Sue, Doc. Yeah, it kind of seems that way. Like it's like uh, they're I, doing what they got to do to make sure they got the money to, to do seen, what needs to be done. I, I I had seen a couple of posts of people talking about uh, that Reggie Bush probably wouldn't be back. And I never thought much about it. I didn't know how much his contract was next year. I figured if he was back, he wasn't gonna get a number one role. So he would just be just one of those players. But they're like, fuck it. They cutting all kind of people to. To get the money, I really, I really, truly think they're going to sign sign Sue back. I, I really think so. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I don't know who else. I haven't been keeping up as far as you know who else has the money to really get him. Because I think that if he went anywhere else, he would have to really take a huge pay cut somewhere. Only, only team I think could really pay him is the Raiders. Like the Raiders have like like unlimited cap money because they ain't paying nobody. Right. But who the fuck want to play for the Raiders though? So, I think someone that I think I heard, and it's one thing about rumors, you care our kind of shit. I heard that, you know, he was trying to potentially go to the Seahawks because he's from Seattle or from Oregon. Um, mm-hmm. And so, but I'm like, man, I ain't heard that shit. I don't think they can pay me. They paying, they got to pay Russell uh, Russell Wilson uh, this year or the next year. I think it's this year. Because shit, he's still making under a million dollars a year. So he, his last contract was still like seven hundred thousand dollars. Right. <laughs> right. So he's still making like you know third stream money. I looked him up. He was, I think he was, I think, I think uh, he was like forty or fiftieth in the league in pay wise, like in quarterbacks. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Like Dan Orlovsky gets pay made more wow. than him. Like Yeah, that's gonna change. Yeah. Immediately. But I like mean, he can't be like he's you gonna leave an eleven and five team on the cusp to go to a trash ass Oakland Raiders team? Like and it's eleven and eleven and five team on the t- on the cusp can pay you? Like eh, I, I mean it's it, gonna it, work. If all those fails he would get franchise. Yeah. You know what his franchise cost though? It's like twenty six million. Man. For one season. I wouldn't even be mad at that. Like, you know, what's name was pissed because he got franchised with it. Chris A. Oh, no. Not Cliff, Cliff Aver. Cliff when he was playing yeah, with yeah. us. But he got like $8 million. Okay, maybe he feels some kind of way he didn't get a long-term contract. But $26 million, And I think it's between like Man. 25 and 30 but I'm going to go 26 right. $26 million for one season? I'll take that. Right. Especially because if you sign in the NFL, you sign a contract. You usually get whatever your signing bonus, and that's really the only thing that's guaranteed in football. I mean, it really depends on how your seasons go. But the signing bonus is really your only guaranteed shit. So even if you sign a long contract and got like $30 million guaranteed, okay. But every, everything else is a guarantee. So you get a one season for 20 something million that's all guaranteed, shit, you good. Right. I don't know, as my poor ass say. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, shit, I mean... It's looking good. I think we're going to bring them both back. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward. I'm looking forward to them signing him. I'm looking forward to the season. Hopefully, um, everybody stay healthy. And uh, we have a good season. So, we'll see. Yeah. So, I guess we can wrap it up for the night. Yep, we'll be back next week in this bitch. Yep. And uh, we'll talk to y'all. Peace.